You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers. Oh, picked off. Good job, loser. Simpler time, everybody. Welcome. Happy Tuesday morning, everybody. Welcome to Overnight Drive, episode 452. Wow. Jesus. On your AM dial, 452. Am I right? Am I wrong? Do you know what it is? You know, I uh, no, you're right. I think you're right. Put it in your mind. I, not that long ago, oh, revisited yeah. episode 200. Oh, really? And at the end, it says, looking forward to the next 200 episodes. And I was, but also... We've done that. Yeah. We're already done with that. That's fascinating. We have the top episode 200. If you uh, if you didn't know, we have a YouTube channel. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. It's Overnight Drive on YouTube. And some our good, episode, some good live streams yeah. on there. You know, we did a whole movie. It's, it's about a half an hour long too. I think it's longer. I think it's like uh, it's Dude, an hour and change. I think I watched reserves. that thing, and it's like some of the things we did on nothing. Like for like. We're just on the fly. Ideas were so good. I'm pretty. I'm. I'm proud of that one. It was I, very weird. It was very strange. We halfway through, we read that the mother of the victim is extremely litigious. Yeah, and we were like, yeah. We did. Right. We did dial that down a but little. That bit. But that made it better because you know we like you know who we're talking about if you're if you're hip, but uh, also we just did it and it was fun and. It was fun, and we drove all around. R.I.P. my Honda that we drove around. Yeah. One of my favorite parts is where we turn the brights on, mm. and we see Sean whoa. Duty. and we both go, whoa. But 
it was a legitimate moment where you couldn't see him and then you turn the brights on he was really like, we yeah. didn't rehearse that it just no. happened to work very well yeah. i was really i was very proud of it we we're like whoa and we both went whoa at the same time <laughs> and he comes in and says, he comes up and says what happened <laughs> and then he's asking us but oh i can't wait to watch nadal earnhardt we're oh, like oh <laughs> He's like, oh, I put on, I put some money into Enron. I wonder how that's gonna. Oh, be. I love, I love the same car joke. Oh. It's like, oh, Tom Petty and uh, and and David Bowie died, and he went same car. Like, Sean, Sean, he can be very, very funny sometimes. He's really like, same, he's fu- he's funny car. in a way that's like not flattering for the person a lot of times oh, he's it. like awkward and weird but every now and then he just hits you with a fucking hard zinger same car yeah Sean Diddy deserves more credit for being a very funny person and I he miss him very, I haven't seen him in a long time he is a very no we saw him not too long ago right I feel that feels like years ago to me right now That's my true. my life is as is, is accelerated from then oh yeah um but uh yeah I, I'm Sean Diddy if you're listening I miss you bud Sean do we Sean love do. you yeah come come find me John Paul too we love you. Remember John? John do too. John do too. Remember when uh, Sean do, Sean Diddy? Or remember when the Sean Diddy? Remember when John Paul uh, John Paul two Pope John Paul two came, and my aunt Angela made us made me go. I mean, no, I don't remember that. I, I don't remember say, your specific memory. But I had to say JP two. We love you, and I had no idea what we were talking about. I mean, what, did so you saw John Paul two? Is that real? Yeah, that's pretty I, sick. Was, All right. some, was he in the Pope mobile, like the bulletproof no, thing? No, it was at like Giant Stadium or some shit. Oh yeah, holy shit! You I, went to that. Well, it was one of those like my parents would um, have these things where they're like, "Oh, you can go with." My aunt and uncle. Oh yeah, all day. Yeah, my, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, my absolutely. parents needed like a break from me. I think at some point, even though I was an only child. Still, that's a like, lot. Right, I want you to fucking cry about it. My uh, my uncle took me to my first concert ever, which was Peter Gabriel, okay. and uh, I, mean, I had a great time. I, I still love such... Peter Gabriel very much. Okay. Uh, but he has no recollection of it. And he's like, "Do we go to that? Was it really?" What? And I'm like, "Yeah, it was a formative moment for me." And yeah, he has no recollection. And he's like tough shit. I don't yeah, care about that. Yeah, he said fucking that. fuck you, and he fucking face mushed me. Um, but <laughs> yeah, said, I, I went you... to see Peter Gabriel at the Nassau Mausoleum. <laughs> the, ladies and gentlemen, the Nassau Mausoleum, as oh. Steve Summers would call it. Let's go, let's go. All right, good intro is, right here. You have to knock my uh, knock my laptop down a little bit. So uh, <laughs> it's supposed to be background music. All right, everybody. Here we are. Um, I fucking love this song so, so much. Andrew, uh, we, you Thanks. had a long. You haven't been. What? Hold on. This is. Go. Let's go at night. Hold on. What? Sorry, everyone. This is very. No, no. Keep it going. Oh, oh, oh. It's very important. So there's a version of this song that I had. That is not the stu- is this is this instrumental? Instrumental. Fuck. All right. There's another version of Red Skies at Night that I used to have on the old iPod, the old end of year iPod. Of course. It was a great version. It must have been live or just a, a B side or something. Time to play B sides. I like the studio version or whatever, like the the album version. It's good, but I re- I have like. You know when you like memorize inflections of songs, you've listened to them so many times. I yeah. memorize the inflections of whatever other version that is, mm-hmm. and I can never find it again. Yeah, and it makes me fucking insane. And yeah. this sounds like it might be it. Okay, well, let's 
turn it up. <laughs> I like that your laptop is at 70. I brought you down to like 30 here. I know you've gone to 110. No, <laughs> that's a little. Difference. No, no, no. I'm low too. That's... I'll, it's the vocals. The vocals really are what would sell it. So there's no there's no way around vocals it. Vocals by Cy Kernan. I remember when they did a um, Where Are They Now? VH1 did a Where Are They Now? On the, on the fix. And Cy Kernan was doing a line of hats. Rich people stuff. Jesus. Back when people wouldn't make money from their old records. He's like, oh, I'm designing, uh, I'm designing hats. And it was showed him in Milan de- debuting his line of hats. I mean, yeah, whatever. All right, fine. I mean, so this man wrote fucking Red Skies at Night and Saved by Zero. Two songs right. that punch so far above their weight class, it's fucking criminal. And if Naked Eyes recorded them, they would be better. That's but true. That's true. Naked Eyes had some fucking jammers, man. If we're talking about, speaking of 80s and 90s uh, music, uh, like kind of gothy music. I had a little, I did a little DJ night on Saturday. It was really good. I had a great time. And Andrew was there milling about. And Trying to talk to women, being rebuffed. Really? Oh. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Do you like the music? I like the music too. We like music. That was your opener? Uh, yeah, and then I got, I face mushed. Really? <laughs> My uncle showed up and we face mushed. That me. was your opener? <laughs> hey, do you no, like this music? No, there was no, there was no interacting with women. I only interacted with Mailman Zach. Oh yeah, I put the Seahawks game on for you. Yeah, that, that was very kind of you. I was really, I was suffering for a minute. <laughs> yeah, the Seahawks won. Can't believe, can't believe it. And um, no, it was a great time. I had way too much alcohol to drink. I'm you were, you were very um, gregarious. Gregarious, yes, good word. Yeah, you were, you were outgoing. I didn't make any mess ups though. That's sick. Right. No, we, and we were doing that weird thing: four laptops into a mixer, and we were all like self-fading, like. You were like, we got to get you up there next time. And I'm like, I don't, like, I feel like we're just going to play the same songs. I feel like if I go up there, we're just going to cut your set list in half. And then we'll be like, okay, well. That's okay. Hey, you know, that's the people I do do it with. All right, let's go. Let's go. They want fun, special guests all the time. All right, let's do it. There's people who are just too. Do you want to just do an overnight drive episode where we just fucking DJ a goth night together? We could do it. Yo, we could. All right, here's the deal. Okay, new plan. New plan. We'll DJ a goth night together, mm-hmm. but we're going to record an episode the whole time, but it's not going to be played over the speakers. No. So we're just speaking into a mixer yeah, to be recorded, to be laid, played back later. Oh, with with accompanying video. Because there were sure. a lot of people, a lot of stompy people. There were a lot of... Okay, you know, actually, I love this idea. That okay. dude that's right, so stomping it. a lot. There was <laughs> yeah, a lady... The, the, the villain from uh, Brain Scan, there yeah. Was, there was a lady who didn't have no hair in her head. She shaved her head. Oh, I saw. Yeah, I saw. I saw no hair lady. Yeah, she didn't have no. She ain't got no hair. In her there was head. one really pretty woman walking around looking for everyone's attention, but she would social be away. I oh, thought it was yeah. a very cool move. I love that look. I okay, love... so that's new plan. So overnight drive DJs a goth night, yeah. and that's it. And we'll just, we'll just have two microphones the up boys. there that are just go to a recorder somewhere. They don't go to the mains. No one knows we're doing it. Yeah, we have to be. Uh, 57 directional mic, so we don't get a lot of. Bleed. I got that covered. No, no problem. You know, looking at that, uh, the video of fucking what's his name, uh, fucking Cat Alley. Why can't I think of his name? Tom Byron. Tom Byron. Thank you. Uh, recording into the uh, the Sennheiser 441. I was yeah. like, oh, you know what? That's it. That's the one. I, I, I happen to know somebody Ooh, who has a few of those. Everyone. Man, he lives so close to us. No, he's fucking... so untouchable. 
he he could be very touchable for like a wow. grand, you know, I mean, like yeah. no pro- everyone's touchable for a grand. Thomas Taliaferro, his real name. Put it out there. Thomas Byron Taliaferro. We know we know Taliaferro. We don't, don't we? No, we don't. Never mind. I know Italia Ferro, who was a woman that I fucking dated like a gazillion years ago. Worked at AutoZone. I'm going to work. Worked at Pet Boys in in Hollywood for two years before he broke into his big porn. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, um, You know what? (laughs) So so we're watching Monday Night Football. If we sound distracted. Yeah, I'm trying to like point out work things, but also not talk about it, which is funny because now I'm just pointing at the TV (laughs) and you're like, you're... I don't know what you're saying to me right now. I don't know what you're saying to me right now. But pal. it's funny because during football season, we put up all the screens. We put up three TVs full and we like six box them. So there's like yeah. fucking 20 games playing at once. But we've gotten dialed into the point where we'll be watching. Producer Craig will just point and go, oh, and then we know automatically what's going on, which is fascinating. I just like he has a spidey sense to be like, to know what's going he is, on. He is, I Very I feel like I'm that. pretty good at this, but nobody yeah. touches producer Craig. It's fucking he can look at something and be like he's in shadow mode and also his Y is down and also the <sighs> the calibration's fucked. I'm like, how do you do well, that? You know, that's what we do. How here. do you do that? This but, is what yeah. we do, bro. Let me hit my vape. Hit your vape. Go Let for it. Hit my vape. Go for it. This may be a, a shorter episode. I don't Why? know. We'll see. I'm a very tired man. I'm fucking. I'm, oh, like I'm, I'm not run down. I'm hurting. I've uh, been on, been been lifting road cases. Been doing the you know like I'm like on Motorhead's road crew. We are the road crew. That's me. Uh, yeah. I'm the road crew. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right now I'm the You're road setting crew. Setting it up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm fucking. I'm. Uh, we started pressing. Yeah. Uh, like I I was just like, okay, you want to go? You want to go? Do you want? Because I hit that. I hit the crest. Yeah. And I know after the crest comes the fall. You have fall. to take narcotics like I do. And the fall is rather like the last episode, the second half was the fall. I we I thought that, that I thought we did great. Thank you everybody Good. for hanging Good. in there. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate and it. And also thank you everybody for handing in your survey responses. Everybody was there a so, survey response? I did. Oh, everybody was so nice. I'm not gonna read them because what nobody what wants. Survey. I I told you that I put out a survey. Oh, you did tell me you put out a survey. What was on the survey? Can I you... Just the questions. Like, can I take the survey? Do you, yeah. do you still have access to it? I do. I'll, okay. I will read the survey to you. All right. Yeah, I'm going to take the survey live. All right. Here we go, Holy everybody. Holy shit. Harper Freight is advertising in television? Is we that gotta new? we got to turn the TV off. Sorry. I'm we got to turn it off. Sorry, guys. We must turn it off. I'm working. Yeah. Well, we can, you know, I said we can do it tomorrow. Man. Yeah. How good is the fix? This is the episode where I bounce from topic to topic My like God. I'm on drugs. Uh, you, want f- my, you need an Adderall. I'm going to give you one. I just I took a caffeine pill before you got here, oh, and now no. I'm real. I'm cresting right now. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> what do you love about the show? Oh, my God. Um, a real softball question. Okay, here. but honestly, I all right. I what I love about the show is I feel like if we didn't do this, you and I would probably not hang out in earnest as much. We'd be at bars, like, just talking shit and, like, scamming and whatnot. But the, the, we hang out in earnest here, which is very of nice. Of course, yeah. So, yeah, that's what my favorite part. So this is saying that this is the glue that keeps us together. Yeah. Bonded. That's great. I don't think it's the glue because I feel like we'd chill regardless. But this yeah. is like this is this is quite this nice. This is a nice accoutrement. Yeah, is, and I, I like that it's something that we've initially essentially agreed to do 
Until one of us Until dies. death, yeah, that's it. This was great. Which may so, come soon, who knows? I, uh, My doctor, uh, her and I were having a discussion today, actually, uh, via teleconference about my blood work. Your boy is anemic, first of all. Second of all, my heart is, uh, she called, She said, my heart is in, quote, a holding pattern. Okay. That's better than where it was and not that, that long ago. My uh, left ventricle hypertrophy is um, looking much better. Oh. My numbers are looking much better. And then I, uh, she asked me about, you know, my lifestyle. And I said, well, you know, I eat a bunch of crap so and I, dope. I drink all the time. And she's like, ooh. <laughs> I eat a bunch of crap. I drink all the time. That's pretty. I eat pizza and drink. That's about it. She's like, you can't. She's like, you're past. She said basically, like, I'm past the time where I can do that. I like that you've taken I drink and I know things to I eat pizza. (laughs) (laughs) That's fascinating. All right. Good deal. I drink drink and I know things. I drink and I eat pizza. I eat fucking uh, Elio's pizza (laughs) in the microwave. I put my own cheese on it to make it cool. You should make that exact T-shirt. Oh, for <laughs> it's the overnight drive. For, it's almost time for a new loon line of overnight drive T-shirts. That's true. So, yeah. Well, we, the fucking uh, Blue Angel shirt got taken down. It's fucked up. Yeah. All right. Uh, things you definitely do not like about the show. Things I do not like about the show. This is gonna sound weird. No. But I don't like that I have to do it. Really? It's not that I. I just wish I could split myself into two people so one half of me could do it and the other half could just enjoy it. Right. So, yeah. Um, but that's a ver- that's a weird answer. Well, it's... Um, should I be answering these two? Also, you know what? Uh, I, I hate editing it. It's my least favorite thing in the world. Okay. But that's okay. Um, yeah, it's fair. But, uh, I mean, those, those are pretty tame hates. Yeah, I agree. Have you stopped listening? If so, Why? I mean, I've definitely stopped listening, but, you know, <laughs> I also do it, so, yeah. Comments, questions, remarks, let us have it. Okay. And then we got a bunch of really long Yeah, what do, we, what do we got? We got so give us give us some, okay. some dark ones. Here's one. You, here's one. Um, you never explained 70, dude. A bit that long predates the show. <laughs> it's in the back of my mind like an OND mystery. It likely has more value that way. So, the weird bit of backstory. When, when Hans left end of a year or was exited I don't know however you want to describe that because yeah. I mean you technically left but after like we put you through like a weird like probationary thing I, I would have left too you know it was just like whatever it was like a very like weird froze scene out. yeah after like I, a fucking I, weird when my, summit when my, at Bombers when my good friends froze me out that was great um, was the best I was trying to think of like ways to stay creative with you because it seemed like you were very unhappy. <laughs> and I wonder at the why. time, I, there was no, like, podcasts were still whatever. And, <laughs> you know, this is going to sound so stupid. <sighs> but I was like, oh, we should do a Tumblr. Like, think of how stupid it is, in uh-huh. retrospect, to do a Tumblr I as mean... two people. But it was just like, oh, we'll do just do something fun and creative together. Yeah. And it was going to be so Tumblr 70, dude. dude. Was, that yeah. was it. Um, but 70 Dude was just a, where were we? we were somewhere in Virginia, I think, and we got into the car <laughs> at like yeah. six in the morning to make it somewhere by four o'clock to fucking set in for a show. So I don't know, whatever. Yeah. And everyone was asleep and I put the tape adapter yeah. into the tape player so I could plug in the iPod 
which I feel like the the end of your iPod needs its yeah. own fucking thing. The end of your iPod really? was fucking fascinating. That was, it was a great. That was chock full. Great. That's where the the good version of Red Skies at Night was. Right. Um, yeah. And there was some sort of error on <laughs> on the Dodge Ram tape player. Yeah. That was it. Was probably error code seventy. Yeah. I would imagine. Yeah, right. I would imagine. We should probably look up what that is. I, um, I should look that up. So it came up as seventy. <laughs> you looked at it, and you said seventy, dude. And I was half asleep, just like laying and like just chilling. I said, "Yeah, seventy, dude." <laughs> and that was it. That was I. I opened my eyes and said, "Oh, 70, Okay, and then reseated the player, and everything was fine. So that's that is the origin of seventy, dude. Is just being so burned on tour that no matter what you said, I'd be like, "Yeah, dude, totally seventy. Let's rock and roll." Wow. Um, I love I, seventy, dude. Is one of my favorite things. I should probably get a seventy, dude, neck tattoo when I really give up on life. Aero seventy denotes a mechanical system fault. Aero seventy is cassette jammed in tape deck. There you go. All right. But it was it was one of those it was a, a yeah. an adapter. I wonder. I wonder. Uh, uh, you know that was not the uh, one thing that was wrong with that van. That Thanks. was way down on the list. You no, know, we we never changed the oil. I guess. Uh, you know I'm getting there on on the twuck. Um, I'm not changing the oil on my twuck very much, and I probably should. I like drive like seven miles a day. I'm like three thousand miles past where I should have uh, changed the oil, but you got a four banger in there. You got to take care of it. You're gonna blow your head gasket. I know. I know. I just want to get rid of it. Does anybody want to buy a truck? You want to buy a, a, a 2018 uh, Nissan Frontier? I have an idea. Why don't you buy a 2003 Eddie Bauer limited edition Ford Explorer? <laughs> so I might have talked about this already. That was the best truck I ever owned. It was amazing. I Look. loved every second. And it sucked. Like, there was a point where I went to Harbor Freight and I put stuff in the back. Hmm. I went to close it, and the entire back rusted off in my hands. I was just holding the back of my truck, and I oh. threw it in the back like Beverly Hillbillies, and I had to go to like an auto zone to buy a new hinge. <laughs> um, but it was fucking amazing. And so in Albany, there's there's a road called Wolf Road. It is the quintessential road that leads to an airport. My favorite. Road. Like it's all it has is Outback Steakhouse. The fucking Red Lobster Guitar Center. It twelve is, hotels. Yeah, twelve hotels. Uh, uh, like a mall, an IHOP. You know, like it's it is. Yeah. There's nothing culturally significant about that road in any capacity, except that there's a spite house. There's one house on Wolf Road where oh, this yeah. person refused to sell to Red Lobster or Red Roof Inn or whatever else. You know, whatever. Like Duncan. Duncan. So there's just a house on this otherwise totally nondescript industrial road. It's fascinating, and I love it. The Spite House has a 2003 limited edition Eddie Bauer Ford Explorer parked outside of it. And the 2003 limited edition Ford Explorer has shit, like, written on the back windshield. Like, some sort of, like, weird manifesto. Or, like, so... Yeah. I want it so bad. And I want to go and knock on the door and ask to buy it, but I'm afraid they'll shoot through the door when I knock on it because it's a spite house. You know, that's that's how it goes. I think you'd be all right. Uh, there's, a, there's a spite house by the airport, too, uh, outside of... 
It's not Glenn Sanders Mansion. What is that up there? The the fucking the the, the Desmond <laughs> Belden Jewelers. The Des yeah Desmond Belden Jewelers Koto the experience. The Koto. Um, Koto. But no, there there's a spite house there too, which is fascinating. I don't know who wants to live by the airport, but somebody does. Um, somebody says we're the first ballot in the podcasting hall of fame. That's really cool. I appreciate that. Thank you. Y'all the coolest. Do a UK tour. Love y'all. Keep giving it. Okay, good. I really actually want to do a UK tour. It's not gonna be huge it'll be in people's living rooms and it'll be like yeah. a long weekend but i just want Why to not? do that right like what a stupid fun thing right just take it would just take the uk by storm honest to god if it's it's monday night at 9 21 yeah if three people from three different cities in the uk say you can use my living room by this time tomorrow there the tour go. will be booked like that's it's it's that <laughs> simple or honestly if one person in London, one person in Paris, one person in like Groningen says, "Yeah, you know, also fine." Honest to God, oh, if you live in Europe yeah. and we can use your living room, just hit us up, and you will be like Ireland, double digits towards booking a tour. You know, it's oh, whatever. Man, what if we? Oh, I think we have some Irish listeners. Sure. We could go to. Uh, I want to go to all the IRA sites. And here's the other thing. If you're not totally sure that you can fill your living room and it's just going to be us doing a show and you listening, also okay. I'm my, my bar for doing the UK tour, pretty low, I got to say. Like, let's just go have fun. Like, let's just let's just go <laughs> let's just do spend a long weekend in Europe. I don't think that's a a, a difficult thing to ask. I so, love it. yeah, I would love to do that. Let's do it. I think yo. Know, Why not? I uh, I did watch. I haven't listened to a yeah dude in a long minute. Uh oh, a long minute. But I uh, you did. I saw a Patreon clip that they put up, and it was just like it was like thirty seconds. Yeah, it was so good. They're so fucking good. It makes me angry how good they are at this. It, like <laughs> I I said that I feel like Let's we can it. probably catch them in episodes, yeah. and we can. Oh, I yeah. think we can. But. Yeah. God damn, they're just they're just they're such masters of the craft. It's well, so hard to catch. But according to our uh, our survey, we are also masters of the craft. I appreciate Master that. Mastercraft, yeah. You um, know, I mean, Salieri chased Mozart. What are you gonna do? Salieri is fucking. Uh, yeah, it's uh, like Pagliacci did, or whatever. <laughs> it was like Pagliacci. All right, so I have something very interesting to tell you. Thank you to danbassini.com, danbassini.com. He introduced me to something called the Payphone Project, which I already knew about. But Payphone Project discovered a number that is a uh, rings up in an elevator somewhere in Midtown Manhattan. Oh, no shit. Your voice booms out over a security speaker, freaking out who's ever on the elevator. Luck is key. I just had some fun tormenting elevator passengers. I'm about to call the number. Hell yeah, let's go. We will see. Hopefully it works. I think it might not be up. You're definitely up. Did you not connect? <laughs> no, I'm that connected. Be... I'm super You're connected. Wrong. I'm super unknown. Super connected. Oh. It did the same thing last time. Come on, motherfucker. Damn. It keeps hanging up. There we oh, go. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's ringing. Hello? Hello. 
Hello. I'm just echoing in an elevator right now. That's pretty sick, though. Hello. Hello. Help me. I'm in the wall. Help me. Hello? For real. Like, it's not a joke. It's not a joke. This would be something that I would joke about usually, but it's not. <laughs> God damn. Can you help me? Is that okay? I mean, it's 925. I mean, who's who's taking the elevator at 925? Fucking real people who want to... People who... <laughs> also, can they... They might not be able to speak back. We might. They might be. Actually, there might be people in the elevator. Who knows? I know. Well, apparently you can hear them. Oh, here we go. Hello. Hello. All right. Well, you know what. Uh, that worked out well, I guess. But I if think that's cool. I, I wanna, hope that happens. <laughs> if you want to call the number, it's 646-869-7538. <clears throat> so. I like... There you go. What if every elevator was like that? No, oh, I love That it. had a phone number that anyone could just be like... Bah, 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 you know, like... Now, Andrew, you know that people aren't going to the office anymore, so... <laughs> you love it. Really? Is that still happening? It is still happening. Jesus yeah. Christ. Much to the chagrin of everyone, because now everybody's paying for gigantic skyscrapers, literally, that have nobody in them. I like that we did this thing where we, everyone stopped going to work, and we sent everyone, Gosh. like, thousands of dollars, and then we literally, just like two years later, go like, what, inflation? <laughs> yeah, that's how that yeah. works. Like, this is, how is this new to you? Fascinating. We're not new to this. We're true no, to this. No, like it's it's not like I took like a economics class in high school. It wasn't hard yeah. to understand this. It's, it's it's scarcity. It's not that hard to do. I live in scarcity. I live in scarcity. Scarcity. Trying to make you look bad. <laughs> the other fifty percent. On the other fifty percent, I was generally riding with a, with a lady friend or a girlfriend. And the cops will always try to look tough if you've got a chick in the car with you. And then they'll say, yeah, 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 here's your ticket, man. Trying to make you look bad. All right, Chris. Uh, Mike, was this on his questionnaire? That, that's why. Right. Hold on, hold on. Was this on his questionnaire? You back cops down with your intimidating style. Well, no, I just, uh, cops know I got a quick ride, and they know they was wrong for pulling over my eye. See, the IROC Camaro is really quick, and cops know... It pisses them off that they know there goes a ride that could probably smoke their car car. Okay. All right. 1-800-449-8686. How do you beat a speeding ticket? According to this guy, okay. listen, to this, listen to this fucking magic. All right. How many speeding tickets do you think you've talked your way out of? Probably about 50%. Okay. Then the, the question is... No, I, I know what you're going to ask. How come not the other 50? Yeah. What's, why not the other 50%? Uh, the other 50%... I was generally riding with a, with a lady friend or a girlfriend, and the cops will always try to look tough if you've got a chick in the car with you. And then they'll say, yeah, 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 here's your ticket, man, trying to make you look bad. All right, Chris. Uh, Mike, was this on his questionnaire? That, that's why. Right. Hold on, hold on. Was this on his questionnaire? Right there. Yeah. You back cops down yeah. with your intent. He cuts himself yeah. off doing this voice. 
That's like how oh, it's so hard to do. It's unbelievable. What a fucking style. artist! Like well, no, holy I, I, shit! Know, Phil Hendry. I always, I, every so often, I want to remind people that Phil Hendry is the best. And it pisses them off that they know there goes a ride that could probably smoke their car car. Smoke their car car. All right. 1-800-449-8686. How do you beat a speeding ticket? According to this guy, he his real quick. The radar is inconsistent because he washes and waxes his car to a high shine every week. And because he himself physically is so imposing, cops back down. Now, I've never heard of that. 1-800-449-8686, The Phil Henry Show. I have another clip. Play I have another clip to play. Okay. 1-800-449-8686. The Phil Hendry Show is back. Okay, Chris, uh, you there? Yes, sir. Okay, you're yes, sir. Uh, talking about how to beat your you beat speeding tickets by basically your physical presence intimidates the police. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not trying to make it sound like I'm some kind of badass or anything, but I do know how to mess it up, and I think police officers recognize that and just sort of back off of me. That's number one, okay? Do you think that's a good way to beat a speeding ticket by having a cop be afraid of you? Well, no, that, that, I'm just saying that's why, that's why probably number one. But number two is because I have a sweet ride, plus their radar reading is wrong, man. Uh, I have an IROC Camaro, which I keep waxed pretty. If your car is shiny enough, the, ra <coughs> the radar is going to bounce off it. Yeah, so you said. And you said they wax and wash the stealth bomber every day so that it it, uh, it, it doesn't uh, have radar uh, picking it up? Or, well, the other thing about stealth bombers is the design. Well, that's what I always thought. The stealth bomber you couldn't pick up on radar because it had an unusual design, but you're saying they also keep it shiny. They, yes, that's exactly right. Ask anybody in the Air Force. Okay, 1-800-449-8686. Mark, you're on the phone. It's Al Leslie Stahl, Barbara Walters, and Connie John, along with Ron Jeremy, Herschel Savage, and Peter North. This is a little... Newsroom. There we go. Last clip, promise, but it's worth it for the long game. You're listening to Retard Traffic, 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 Traffic. <laughs> now let me bring on Chris Norton. Uh, Chris is a 28-year-old telemarketer from Redondo Beach, California, who's written a book called How to Break Up with a Woman, Tough but Effective Ways. Uh, Chris, welcome <laughs> to the program. Uh, it's a great pleasure, Mr. Henry, uh, to be in your program. And uh, I want to uh, join in uh, all the people who've been, who wish you well in your, uh, you know, your next uh, Career, career moves. Uh, it's been great listening to you. Thank you very much. Now, Chris, the, you you wanted to make very something very clear when I talked to you before the show. You said you, this is a, these these are very very tough ways to break up with a woman, but necessary, and they may not be for all guys. Can you d describe that? Yeah. Um, the reason why I, I say they may not be for all guys, um, it's hard to um, say what I'm about to say without people thinking that you're egotistical, but. <laughs> I am very, you know, I mean, I was born, I was with very good looks. I'm very good looking. Women find me attractive, and I have had, as a result, I haven't really had that much of a problem attracting women uh, in my life. And you get into, you know, you get into romances, you get into a relationship, and sometimes it's, it's very difficult to break it off with a woman because she is 
attracted to you. Um, I, on top of the fact that I that I am very good looking, as I do I do emanate uh, a level of sexual energy, and there's a sexuality that I think women are uh, <laughs> attracted to. So eventually, sexuality. when you have been going out with her for a few weeks or or a month or so on, and you and you want to move on, uh, and you don't want her to uh, get too crazy on you, and that can be anything from attempting suicide to, you know, <laughs> letting the air out of the tires you know, in your car. Uh, I mean, uh, They've experienced that one, believe me. So, uh, I came up with uh, uh, the idea of writing this book that gives guys who are, uh, you know, good looking, I mean, guys who are particularly good looking, or a woman will find it difficult to break up with you because you're good looking, and also uh, <laughs> because of the sexual energy that you may have. These are ways to break up with a woman where she's not going to become a basset uh, case, I guess you could say, and she's going to accept it, you know, accept your decision uh, to break up with her. So, All right, so, so if a woman becomes really, really... Uh uh, <clears throat> attached to you, and you have, a, and you don't want to break up with her for fear she's going to attempt suicide. Or? Well, it's not not necessarily suicide. I just if she's going to become irrational. I mean, a lot of women will become irrational if they are with a guy who is very good looking and who is who has given them good sense. They'll they'll <laughs> become attached. You know, it's, uh, it might it's be true. I'm going to say it might be true. These are ways that you can tell a woman, I can't really see you anymore. Now, they're pretty harsh, and they're not all true. I hope that they're not all true, but I have found these to be uh, the best ways. And in the book, we go about telling you how to represent this. All right. uh, A woman, you know, you don't have to be really good-looking for a woman to be attached to you. I'm not a particularly good-looking guy, and I've had to deal with that psycho thing you're talking about. Well, (laughs) that's that's, uh, because you're a celebrity. And women, that's a whole other thing. You know, women become very celebrities, too, you know. But uh, if you're a person who is not known in the public, but you are you are known in different bars, uh, you are known in different cocktail lounges, uh, and your reputation gets out, as mine did, um, uh, women are attracted to the sexuality. And, and they, if you want to break up to with them, they, they, they do not want to accept it, you know. All right. Uh, the first one here, you got easy. the easiest way to break it off with a woman is to say... Uh, you have something here about violence against women? Um, it's probably one of the most effective ways to tell a woman that you can't see her anymore is to tell her that you've got a history of violence against women. That's pretty harsh. Oh, my God. It, it really is. It's really harsh. But Holy uh, there, shit. Yeah, no women are going to, no women, uh, even if the sass is good. And there are some women who will stay with you even if, the, even if you say that you have a history of beating women because the sass is the best sass they've ever had. Uh, but I'm saying that oh, in the short term, uh, you can say to them, I, I really cannot continue this relationship with you because I have been convicted of violence against women. And, and women will, in, if she's still in a rational frame of mind, that's going to get her to think. I shouldn't be with this guy. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but like I said, if the cess is good, is really good. In my case, the cess is good. <laughs> And I have to keep, uh, this one girl, I had to keep saying it, all right, you want to stay with me, that's fine, but I have beaten women, and I've, you know, I've messed, you know, you know, and I've messed up a few, I mean, I've messed up a few women, (laughs) and finally this one girl broke up with me. Let me, just for the record, you've never beaten a woman. No, sir, no, I haven't, Oh, my God. But that's what you have to say. 
All right, our number here, 1-800-449-8686. Chris Norton is the author of the book, uh, How to Break Up with a Woman, uh, Harsh but Effective Methods. And, uh, Chris, you, you say you're, you're a handsome guy. One. You are I'm a saying, man like, that women are attracted this to. This is my favorite part of the show, uh, when people call in. A, a yeah. sexual and they're like, I can't believe um, you're letting oh, yeah. this so You've had a difficult so time good. in the past breaking up with women to the point where you've had to come up with some of these. Uh, have you had women turn violent on you? Uh, yeah, I have, I've had. I've had uh, it, in my earlier years. Uh, I mean, you have to understand. I'm not proud of this, but I started SS when I was, you know, in my early teens. And uh, today, I, I'm kind of amused right. when I see when I see these news stories about teachers having sex with their students. Yes. I mean, I, I had so. my, my first sexual experience was with a woman who was. Uh, I was 13. She was. Th- she was 32. Uh, wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the for her was so good, even though I was only 13. Uh, she God. started to go a little psycho on me, and, and I had to have my mom and my dad step in. <laughs> and I was also sent away for two summers to a military academy after that, so it wasn't the best way to, you know, break into the to the festival world, you know. But I was, I you know, I am very good looking. And I, were your were your parent was your mother a model or your father? No, my father and my mother were just normal people. I mean, my father was a. My father was actually a baker. He had a bakery shop, and my mother uh, ran. Uh, she was a, a timer for drag races. Out at Irwindale <laughs> Raceway. She was the, the, the clockkeeper. Irwindale. My father Im- had a improv bakery is shop. amazing. Unbelievable. Your mother He's was the, actual like, the timekeeper for drag races. Yeah, she worked for the NHRA at at Irwindale Raceway for like uh, as long as I was I can remember when I was. And then my father had a bakery shop in Duarte, California. So your father's a baker, and your mother. I wonder how those two people got together. Well, again, it was. Uh, um, you know, I have a feeling, and they never told me, but probably the sexuality, you know, was... All right, okay. Um, <laughs> 1-800-449-8686 is our number. Chris Norton on how to break up with women. Uh, the other one here that you... Well, you've got a number of them here. Explain uh, B, because it's... You say harsh. This is harsh. Well, I mean, the, the most effective way to break up with a woman... Uh, is to tell her that you have AIDS. Now, I, I understand AIDS is a deadly disease, and I'm not trying to make light of it, but I, you have to understand something. Holy shit. You can only use this excuse if This was on radio. This yeah. was Regular on radio. radio. Can we... That's, I, Holy I won't, shit. I won't play the whole thing because it's fucking 35 minutes long. Oh, but my God. If you what ever want to go... fucking genius. What an actual yeah, genius. If you, just do yourself a favor and look up Phil Hendry, the Phil Hendry show. It's all of it's on... There's 60,000 hours of material on um, Internet Archive right now. Oh, my God. He must still be able to go out and be like, I was the principal in Rick and Morty and still get his dick sucked. Well, oh, totally. Like, God bless him. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, I love... I, every time I'd watch Rick and Morty and the principal would be on, be like... Oh, really good. Exactly. Wow. God damn. Oh, <laughs> Liberian girl. Yeah, you know, a little Liberian girl yeah. for everybody. Um, no, we just fucking. I can't stop watching TV. Um, yeah, no, I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> doing our our uh, fans a disservice, but it's the first football game. No, no. Like we're back, man. That's it. Football. It's happening. Well. Um, do, are you fan? Are you a big fan of like Signs of the Apocalypse? <laughs> you, look who you're talking to. Yeah. Right, well, I was watching um, a police video the other day. Okay. And I heard this. Oh. <laughs> I'm I'm raising all boats. All right, ready? No, I don't. Okay, that's okay. So you're in probation for resisting arrest times four, right? Okay, I will cooperate if you Thank let me you. in my vape. 
finally hit her vape and it's dead jesus christ man i saw that and i was like wow i mean we're not doing great we're not no, doing we're not, i don't think we're doing great no nah, we're just not doing yeah. you know whatever it's fine yeah she uh every time we don't do great i get better yeah so i'm ready to rock and roll Let's i'm feeling fine yeah, we know we always we're like we're like a couple phoenixes and we always rise I we're like kid icarus we rise from the ashes reading that Mike Tyson loved to jog at 4.30 in the morning because he could envision his opponents laying in bed as he jogged. And <laughs> Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, like he well, would get up at 4.30 uh, in the morning, he would go running, rain or shine, whatever, snow, because he could picture fucking Buster Douglas sleeping while he was out there running. While you sleep, I eat. Yeah, so I'm out there at 5 in the morning running, picturing the vape lady, and like... Yeah. <laughs> Vape lady. Should I wake up at five in the morning every morning? Uh, no. no. It's <laughs> shitty. It's, um, it is shitty. It is shitty. But also, I read a thing not that long ago that apparently people who wake up and exercise early in the morning, mm. it correlates with an earlier death. You know, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, which is, I mean, yeah, it's for sure. It's a miserable existence. It's miserable. Yeah, your cortisol's through the roof. I mean, uh, the, the Romans would only work out at noon. High noon. That was when you were supposed to work out. They'd also fuck each other. Uh, they would also fuck each other. So, I mean, you know, you know to fucking take that advice with a grain of salt. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, no, I, I don't think, like, I wake up early regardless. So, like, I don't know, I wake up and I run. But, and I, I do really like that feeling where, like, okay, if nothing else, if I fuck up for the rest of the day, I got something done, I ran, I fucking did 50 push ups, whatever, I'm like, I'm good. Um, push ups. 50 push ups, yeah. It sucks. Hate I it. I a fucking man, I snapped. But, uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I just run at noon. You'd be much better. Much I'm better. Run. Off. Fuck my knees up, man. Or walk, whatever. I mean, just, just do your shit at noon. Don't do it at five in the morning. Don't do it at five in the morning because fucking. What's that guy? David Goggins? Da- uh, David Berkowitz. Uh, David Berkowitz. Yeah, just because David Berkowitz says to wake up at five in the morning and run doesn't mean you have to run at five uh, in the well, morning. I, th- I'm th- I think David Berkowitz is still he's still alive, right? Oh, absolutely. Imagine. I'm this close to writing David Berkowitz. I'm like so close. I just don't want to end up on a list. He lives close. He does. Just he does. Put in, a, put in for a visit. All I can do is say no. I uh, I think he's on one of those lists where you need to be like you need to be invited in. I don't think you can just get on that list. I heard, um, I remember the 90s, they covered serial killers and their favorite current songs, and his was Kiss Me by Sixpence and the Richer. Yeah, that feels right. Yeah. That feels right. It was a Ricky Rackman moment there. Yeah, uh, he's a bit of a, bit of a dork, this guy. Yeah. Hey, Clifford, I'm going to switch this around with you. <laughs> Why didn't you guys just fucking put a bullet in your head? I told you, you wanted we wanted to hear your testimony. You don't hurt anybody. I don't want to either. Do you understand? Can you take what this? Can you, can you parse this for us as a North Country yes. resident? Okay, so you'll hear the dark, the deep voice of course is Cliff Burns from Fuckhead, Last Clouds Falls, State Streets. I went to high school with him. Sir, just look straight in your 
And the guy talking is a Warren County Sheriff from Queensbury. And notice the uh, difference in accents just from one exit to the other, exit 18, exit 19. The Queensbury accents like this, which are more authoritative, still got the, um, you know, you know, still don't pronounce your T's, but you're telling people the way it is, and um, we're just going to get going, and we're going to go to Aviation Mall, <laughs> and then we're probably going to go uh, across the street to Speedway. But Cliff Burns is like, I don't fucking... I don't want to fucking go to the speedway. Cliff Burns has that fucking painkiller shit going on. He does, yeah. So listen to the confluence of Glens Falls area accents in this little clip here. Fucking bleep out and then it goes wild. This dude goes wild. Yeah. Doing $150 a week on child support and couldn't see my kids because she lonely. Her and Teddy back has put a court order against me. Today, family court calls up my lawyer and says there's a warrant out for my arrest for missing two payments in the middle of the winter. I have nothing to live for. I'm living in a one-room fucking apartment. She took everything from me on me, so. That was such a great North Countryism. A one-room f- apart fuck. Wait, what did he say? One room a, 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 fucking, fuck, a fucking apartment. A fucking apartment. A fucking apartment. One room wow. a fucking apartment. Took everything from me. And then and there's no there's no comma. One room fuck, a fucking apartment. Took apartment. everything yeah, from yeah. me. Yeah. It's like, it's not a... It's, that's the whole name of his domicile is. <laughs> oh, where are you living now, Cliff? I live in a one-room fucking apartment. She took everything from me. Really cool. That's great. Uh, Oops. I want to say something to you, too. I love that woman, and I love my kids with all my heart, and I haven't seen them. And she fucking took everything from me. Okay. Oh, Stay where we are, Cliff. Calm down. Jesus. You know what I'm fucking me for? <laughs> oh, this is where this is the this is the final boss, Queensberry versus Glens Falls. All Listen right. to the authoritative Queensberry. I'm better than you voice versus the down the gully. Fucking big boom road, drinking beer at the quarry, drinking beer in Donnie's Woods. Fuck it. Don't fuck with me. Uh, if you think you're fucking better than me, bud. Well, actually, yeah, we think you're. we're better than you. I live up in Sylvan Road, and um, I live in uh, of aviation, and um, my parents already left the house to me, and I went to uh, Queensbury, Queensbury Union Free School District. <laughs> I work at Mobile's. And uh, things are going pretty good for me right now. Oh, this is wild. You don't have to read me them. I know my... Just give me my charges. I'm pleading not guilty and I want to be put in a cell. Okay. You have the right to remain silent. Andrew refused to answer any questions. Well, this guy's from... 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 There's that in the middle where... I'm not... I'm not quite sure what I'm talking about, but... um. I guess your name's Cliff. And, it's so uh, weird yeah. because this is 20 miles north of us. This Dude, is not like that far <laughs> away. It's so strange. I just love it. I can still tell. Or like this, this sheriff is obviously from like Fort Edward, Fort Ann, you know, um, Hudson Falls, because he has that kind of like I don't know what's going on in my voice, but I'm just gonna let you know. Here's our, uh, here's the. Here's the, I'm gonna read your rights, and uh, we're gonna make sure. I mean, you're okay. You need a pillow, anything, bud? I mean, you're okay. Okay. I mean, I got a t- I got a two bedroom with my. Uh, I used to work at Moran's <laughs> All Sports, and then I uh, 
Went to Hudson, went to Hudson Falls High. We won the jug game in '97. Uh, oh, no. bring back the jug, of course. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anytime you desire. Here, the right to talk to a lawyer. There it is. Yeah. You don't have to read me. I know my rights. Present. You're being questioned. Trying his best. If you desire a lawyer but cannot afford one, will be provided to you without cost. You can decide any time to exercise these rights and not answer any questions or make any statements. You understand those? So, yes, sir. All right. All right. You want to sign your name right there for me? I ain't signing my name to nothing. Okay. <laughs> you understand it, though? Absolutely. I ain't signing right. my name. Yeah, right. my name's important. I'm not a disrespectful guy, either. Do you know the fucking Bacchus brothers who they are? I know them, yeah. They fucking started all this. And their fucking brother, brother Teddy. And the lucky I'm in my right fucking mind, because I deal with AK-47s and fucking AR-15s. <laughs> <laughs> but what, I'm going to tell you what happened. Uh -huh. well, my ex-wife put a court order against me. Teddy Bacchus went over in the house and shot the fucking house up with a gun and got all misdemeanors because you cocksuckers are corrupt in Warren County, and you know you are. It was an apartment complex with kids in it. An unregistered illegal handgun, and it gets all misdemeanors. That's what I want to do to her face. Right up with a fucking knife. Did, she took my kids away from me. Wife. Everything I fucking have today, I get a fucking she call from my lawyer saying they're coming with a warrant for my yeah, arrest. Yeah, $50,000 I stayed away. I haven't seen my kids in eight months. It's fucking mm. Christmas. <laughs> I am the fucking devil. Where's your kids now? They're home. I don't know where the fuck they are. are I haven't seen kids? them in eight where are your kids now? Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, Cultural anthropology here. This is the best. Where, where are your kids now? I'll fucking off. I, uh, my, wife, fuck my wife and I have got a nice spread out in Hartford, and we're just trying to get make ends meet. And she's working over at BOCES, and I'm, I got the DeWarren <laughs> County Sheriff job. Eight months. I'm not really... I've never been sure of anything in my life, but I, I, I just keep living. You know, it's, It doesn't seem... I don't really have an opinion on that. I'm just kind of from the middle of nowhere, and I'm uh, probably going to die in this house. And I just really never had a strong opinion on anything because I live in uh, Hudson Falls, Fort Edward area. Fascinating thing I found <laughs> out. Did you know people who, like, stay in Antarctica yeah. in the bases develop an Antarctica accent? I bet, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Like it's fascinating. We're, it's really wild. Humans never stop becoming never are never stop being sponges. Well, this is one of those things that makes me fucking nuts when people are like, "Oh, I'm very introverted" or "I'm very whatever." Yeah. It's just like, yo, your brain never stops changing. Like right. if you decide you don't want to be introverted anymore, just do extroverted right. things, and after a while, it'll become natural because your brain will go, "Okay, we're gonna do a new thing." Uh, fascinating shit. It's really wild. But yeah, fucking accents. Holy shit. Bro, I can do this on Christmas. Fuck me in the ass like this. It was my last <laughs> ride while I live in prison. Well, oh. he's, he's befuddled. Hey, Bad deal, bud. <clears throat> yeah. Do you know when a woman snaps you and keeps your kids away from you? What it does to a man? That you work and pay for your kids your whole fucking life? Then oh, the Bacchus brothers know. rigged the charges when the fucking guy goes over and shoots oh. my old lady's house up and beats the fuck out of her and he gets misdemeanors, you cocksuckers. Oof. Fuck you, motherfucker. Oof. You know what happened up there. All misdemeanors, nine of them, when he shot the house up with an unregistered handgun. Do you know who Teddy Bacchus is? I know you know who he is. He's a fucking retard. If I ever could get my hands on him, I'd fucking kill him. <laughs> I'm a fucking man in every aspect, motherfucker. Wow. Fucking game. wow. 
I gotta reframe myself because I'm really I can't even take it no more. Okay. You know what happened today? Family court calls my lawyer up saying they're fucking taking my kids. All right. Well, number one of our friend Cliff, friend Oof. of the friend of the podcast, Cliff Burns. Jesus. That was more of a um, cultural anthropology uh, corner there. Yeah, I just wanted. That was to, wild. It was. Re- it's really interesting having all three of the major accents in Warren County, Seriously? Warren and Washington County, in the same room. God very, damn. very interesting. You know, you've got non-committal Washington County, you've got fucking Gons Falls, and uh, you've got uh, you get you got, over your Queensbury. You got Queensbury. And that's just the way well, it is. Well, Queensbury. Well, I mean, uh, <laughs> if that take the jug back. If that don't work out for you, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I've got an F one fifty, and my, I've got three kids, and I'm working over at Kmere. I'm making some good money. Uh, I used to work at Scott Paper, and um, we just put in a new uh, above, above ground pool. It's really classy. We've got a bunch of pool toys. The kids love it. It's going pretty good. <laughs> wife's Sorry. wife's working over but uh wife's working over at uh the hospital doing billing doing good billing doing good <laughs> doing billing i can't do uh, the accents are all the same to me belling. i'm like i'm i'm struggling through it doing billing 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 fascinating see if you're in que- from queensbury you're doing billing but if you're from glens falls you're doing billing <laughs> see I, I, like it sounds the same to me it's Bell- fascinating billing Bell- Bowling. 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 Because you're going belling, but if you're in Glens Falls, you're going belling. Down. Wow. Belling. Oh, yeah, I'm over there doing belling. Oh, I just got a new job doing belling. Queensbury. Queensbury. Uh, you should, every week should do this where you do yeah. different accents and okay. try and pick them out. Okay, we're picking them out. All right, here we go. So I've got a, um, I've got a job doing belling. Fort Ann. Yep. <laughs> hey, all right. Um, yeah, my wife finally got a job doing bowling. That's got to be Glens Falls. Well, uh, you know, I just got a promotion over at the hospital. Now I'm doing bowling. Oh, Queensbury. There you go. All right, nailed it. All right. <laughs> Fucking North, North Country corner here. <laughs> Nobody cares in the world about this, but I love my local accents. Wow. Five dollars is bad. Uh, um, TV8 auction, $5 is bad on the Ricky Henderson baseball card. Anyways. Uh, how do you feel about doing questions? Yeah, let's do some we questions. Why not? Question. We've bullshitted enough. We're getting back to form. Andrew, we didn't talk about Andrew's Arizona getaway. I mean, uh, it hasn't happened yet. I'll get to it. You know, yeah. we're, we're going to do it in two weeks. Again. We're going to do a live one. Yeah, because I'm gone for... I'm oh. gone from the 31st to the 11th. I'm, a, I'm oh. flying fuck as a tower 11. So we've got to do a we got to do We're a, a remote do a remote show from Whoa. the hotel. I got to dust wild. off dust off my old gear. Wow. Or we can just do two next Monday. Uh, whatever. Whatever. We'll figure it out. You know what? Whatever works. That two for last week worked pretty or two weeks ago worked pretty well. Yeah, so worked pretty we'll well. see. <laughs> Except for oh so when I named the episode I'm driving bro. Yeah. I was actually driving. <laughs> I was on yeah. the New York State Thruway, so the Thruway that goes to Buffalo, whatever the fuck it was. Ninety. I was on ninety. Ninety. Doing ninety. Yeah. With the oh, so your laptop car, in my so your truck rental car. Like uh, your truck sounded like the Carlito car. No, right? I had a rental car. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and yeah, I was I was doing it with my right hand while I drove in the rain. And then I uploaded it with my uh, my whatever the phone hotspot 
notes, though, which is why there's no notes. But I really risked my life to get that last episode up. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I went to... Uh... Okay, actually, you know what? Here's a, here's a fun little thing. I went to Pittsburgh. And I uh, I guess we're just going to leave this bed going. Had sex um, with Ben Roethlisberger. I didn't. You know, I got there, and I just... All I wanted to do was lay in bed. I didn't want to have sex with Ben Roethlisberger. Wow. So I didn't return his call. Uh, but <laughs> it did call you a lot. I went to the truck place to install the machine, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna be here for 40 minutes and install the shit in the rack, make sure it works. Cool, rock and roll. Um, six and a half hours later, I actually get out of there. We finally got wow. everything working. Bad scene. There was one point where, as it wasn't working, I'm like, I guess I have to work at Home Depot because my company's gonna close. This no. sucks. You know, really, it was rough. Um, you are a fatalist, though. I mean, if one if one tumble, if one card yes. falls in the, the house of cards, and you're it, like, it just it. was not going well. Yeah. So uh, I'm leaving, and I'm like, okay, here's the deal: it's a seven-hour drive back. I gotta work tomorrow, so I can't stop. I just have to drive. It's fucking like five o'clock. But also, I haven't eaten because I don't eat the hotel breakfast ever. So I'm just like, okay, well, I haven't eaten since. I don't know, fucking 8 o'clock last night. I'm in bad shape. You don't eat the super fluffy eggs? Nope. <laughs> Never fuck with the hotel breakfast. It's a trap. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, okay, there's a Sheets right there. Oh, fuck I'm yeah. I'm going to go to Sheets. I'm going to get a thing on the menu that's not the worst possible thing. Okay. And then I'll get gas and I'll go. I get gas. I go and I look and I'm like, okay, there's sliders, right? Like, if I just get those with like jalapenos and red onions, like that's not terrible, right? It's not great. That's, but a, it's that's fine. a bad car food, though. It's not great. Uh, so just because like, there's things to fall. I want a solid. There are things. Yeah, I mean, I need I, a solid wrap. I need something solidly wrapped, like I just gone chicken and cheese and mustard. That, but. I saw so I'm on the touchscreen, like okay, boop boop boop, cool, no sauces, nothing that'll drip on me. Yeah. And then it, it's like a big pop-up on the screen, like, do you want to try mac and cheese bites for a dollar? I've been on a mac and cheese thing. So I'm really? like, you know what? Fuck yeah. Let's do, yeah, let's do mac and cheese bites. Fuck it. I can live a little, right? I'm a grown adult. Yeah, you go, sure. girl. Sure. Beep, boop, 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 and I'm done. Hashtag and girl then, boss. Yeah, hashtag girl boss. Yeah. The order comes up. The lady at Sheets is all flirty and nice. I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, I wish I lived here. I would take her out. What's that? Like? Would, would you know really? Uh, would you really? Oh, absolutely. Yo, I you like going to Phil- I like going to Pittsburgh because I'm very waltzy and attractive there. Versus the the the, the I urge anyone who feels wow. unattractive go to Pittsburgh. I should spend go spend a weekend there. Should, you'll, you'll feel great. I by should yourself. go there. I haven't felt attractive in years. Literally every woman like makes eyes at you because you are not a fucking dead-eyed like I, I don't know. You don't work at, like the drywall plant. Like, uh, alcoholic stealers. Right. Friend. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But so I whatever I get in the road yeah. and it's like traffic. It's whatever. So I can like fight for a while to get through. And I finally get to a point where I'm like mm. just open highway. I can turn on the cruise control that drives itself. Get into the burger. Whatever. Yeah. Open the slider. Oh, first I look and I'm like. They didn't give me my fucking mac and cheese bites. Oh, like, fuck, God. come on. She was hoping you'd come back. Well, she, she failed. Open the slider. Fine, whatever. Yeah. Take a bite. Awful. The fuck? What? And I look. The mac and cheese bite is on the slider. That's no. how fucked up this fucking country is. 
I agreed to have mac and cheese bites put on my slider, not as a side. And I just didn't read the fine print, apparently. Wow. Uh, once I realized that, pretty good. Yeah, well, I'm going to say, honestly, not bad. <laughs> so you, were you surprised by the heat or just the fact that there was some foreign material? It was, just, it was a texture and a yeah. flavor I just did not expect on you the slider at all. Yeah, it, it, I thought it was bugs. Yes, exactly what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, it was Very not. It was, it was a mac and cheese slider. But, I have uh, yeah. still have never had a deep fried Oreo. And I don't think I ever will. They're not bad. They're not as great as people oh, pretend they are. I mean, I, okay, so if I heated an Oreo, it would just be a hot cookie. Yeah, but they, like, batter it and deep fry it, and it's a whole ordeal, no, you not, know? No. But is, I mean, it's it's fine. It's whatever. If you go to a fair, I guess get one, but, like... I would rather get an elephant ear. Oh, yo, if you have the option for a deep fried Oreo or an elephant ear, it's no question. Get the elephant ear. But Absolutely. I would not get the turkey leg. No, yeah, no. don't do that shit. No, thanks. Remember when they had the turkey leg at Post and we would get it and it would like have bones in weird places? No, yeah, I it was would never not, get it. You know, I would only get I would get the burger surrounded by mac and cheese. God, I do miss that burger. It was a good burger. That was. They yeah. fucked up. Yeah, well, you know. Um, anyway, whatever. Time, so, yeah. Time. So, I, I was in Pittsburgh and that happened and that's the end of that story. But that's why we couldn't record last week. So, you yeah. uh, know. Questions. Questions. Let's get into it. Sorry, um, everyone. <clears throat> what brand slash cut of jeans do y'all wear? I am partial to the Levi's 5'11", 33 by 32, six and a half about, or 6'2", about 198 inches of cut cock. Oh, very nice. Very clever. Um, I wear <laughs> Amazon brand jeans. Uh, they're, 40 by they're 40 by 29 because I have stubby legs. <laughs> and I wear the... Uh, they call them slim instead of skinny, but they're the same things. I just like a, I just like a, I don't like a lot of, like a lot of sway in my pants. Yeah, you like a svelte figure. Yeah, I'm just cutting such a svelte figure right now. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about you? Uh, my jeans come from Gustin, which is a Ooh, uh, spot notes. where they like, Gustin. they don't make it unless enough people back it. Oh. So it's kind of like, I don't know, I don't even know what you would call it. Uh, but they always, all their shit always gets backed, so it's whatever. What is it? Gu uh, Gustin. Gustin. Yeah. Mm, I'll take some nice typey. Um, I'll take no, Gustin. But yeah, it's it's pretty good. I don't know. I, but I I could I could I could take some notes. I don't I don't love the fit of them, but um, I thought that Larry King had the same ones. And me and Larry King have the same jeans. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's true. It's very true. The same jeans as in he's your he's your um, biological father. Can you be getting into hardcore when you're in your mid-20s? Yes. Born in the late 90s, I feel like I missed it growing up. Do you still view the scene as your community in some sense? <laughs> Those are, that's a few questions. Yeah, there's a few questions wrapped All right. in there. Are you, is, okay, your, your question is, did you... Or are you Can you it, get into hardcore in your 20s? Yeah. The answer is like, yes, Of course, obviously. yeah. Uh, are, is the hardcore scene still part of our lives? Peripherally at best. I would say... Hard, the hardcore scene has gone from part of my life to my legitimate antagonist. Yeah. Like, I I see footage from shows, and I feel so embarrassed for everybody there. Right. And it's not that I feel embarrassed for everybody in hardcore. I feel specifically embarrassed for everybody into Albany hardcore. <laughs> yes. Um, it's just so Dear sad. God. It's just so sad. And it's, yeah. it's sad in a way where... So, I guess... When you and I were coming up, mm. it really it 
felt like a counterculture. You know, it really felt like something that was moving right. against the mainstream. Yeah. After the past couple of years, it's so obvious that you're in lockstep with yeah. literally every part of whatever lifestyle and government. It's so right. obvious that you're like, uh, what's what's the word? Like controlled opposition. Mm -hmm. That to be inspired by hardcore right now is grim beyond grim. It's yeah, just like yeah. it's like being inspired by like being in Cobra. If you're in like <laughs> fucking GI Joe, it's like a totally fake thing. So I mean, yeah. and this is the thing that drives me fucking nuts. It's like, well, you know, actually, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say what drives me nuts. Well, Forget it. I never mind. That every hardcore band now is striving to be not a hardcore band, right? Yeah, as like they turn, should be. Like Turnstile right? became a pop band. Have you heard this band that just sounds like Red Hot Chili Peppers? No, oh, I gotta Who? find this shit. I forget what's unreal. Hang. But then they like they've created a formula, and all like all the bands are following that formula, They're kind of like like um, Saves the Day did back then, where they were hardcore adjacent due to friends. Slope and is Slope the band I'm thinking of I that don't just know. sounds like fucking Red Hot Chili Peppers? I don't know, hardcore people, you tell me. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but the elephant in the room is that like like turns out I was like uh, yeah about that hardcore stuff and um, we're gonna headline fucking the yeah. MGM in Las Good Vegas do. well <laughs> like, done honest no, to thanks. god yeah, enjoy thank god but like don't feel bad for a second about that shit dudes like suddenly it's and then but people are like oh I mean and, and like I don't know if people think that that's what uh, like the goal is now it's really I mean it's odd I don't really know what to think my like, final thought in the matter is if you're in a band and you want to be countercultural yeah. and you want to actually be countercultural, you can do that. Oh. It's not being like a fucking progressive hardcore band. Right. I will leave it there. You you can fucking run or with whatever direction you want there, but that like, you know, if you want to be countercultural, yeah, doing this fucking food nut bomb shit is not counterculture. No. It's just culture. It's just what it is. It's like it not only is a culture, it's the lowest possible rung right. of culture. It's like, it's like being the cultural garbage man. So like don't fake, do that. Fake social justice driven by guilt. Yo, not not a good look. It's never, it's never been a good look. The, it's it's never been a good look. Like but there was at least a pretense yeah. of it being a thing before. Now it's just like you're literally just looking for a client base for people right. who work in the State Department. Like it's not a real thing. You have to stop. I have a hot take. I don't think hardcore should be political. I agree wholeheartedly. And I think that the, if you play music and you get good at music, your goal should be success. So good for those bands who are trying to be successful. For real. Like to get a Taco Bell commercial and get paid a, a little bit of money for that. Our, like great. Our, I mean, as we're listening yes. to Military Gun right yeah. now, I can see a Military exactly. Gun fucking killing. And that's the goal. Don't I mean that's not a sellout at all because that should be your goal. You paid for the, you paid you to pay you did all the, that practice. It's like Bill Parcells used to say. This is why you lift all them weights. That's why you do yeah. all that shit. You went through all those practices and all those terrible shows where three people were there and you drove all those miles and you're finally getting the payoff. Great. You I wrote a bunch of real, truly good songs, but what are you, are you supposed to feel bad because now people want to pay you a dollar? Here's the deal. If you actually come from a culture where people have standards and beliefs and like... No. There's there's you're, a, you're there, a there's an actual insular culture, then yes you can sell out. If you come from a place where it's just like dead-eyed suburbanites making up a morality because they have nothing in their lives, that's not actually a thing to sell out from. That's a thing you should escape. Right. Exactly. You escape from it. Get away. From Much it. like 
Christianity or Catholicism, which a lot of people we know sound like Big time. And they also sound like cops. You shouldn't do that. No, don't sound like cops. Uh, Have you seen the Julie Knight porno? I don't know who Julie Knight is. I should look her up. Um, Probably a daughter of Ted Knight. It's from pretty Too cool. Close for Comfort. It's pretty cool. Uh, have you seen the Julie Knight porno where the male actor is wearing a screwdriver shirt? I have not seen that. Wow. Do you really like... You got to wear a screwdriver shirt right now. Like, it's... I mean, it's like... I love the thought process. It's like, well, I'm going I'm going to shoot a porn. I'm driving over like to the, to the set. Or where the, the... Let's be real. Like, the terrible apartment where they're filming right, this porno. Right, yeah, yeah. They're like the, the bread factory, right? <laughs> like, like oh, I know what I'll wear. Like everybody goes to the thing where I was like, what do I wear? Like, oh, I'm gonna put this on. It's gonna be funny. I mean, speaking of somebody, there's a there's a porno where a woman salt and wears a self defense family shirt and sucks two cocks, which wow. is like cool. I dig it. It's nice. Great. And I mean, I I went to your uh, went to your goth night wearing a fucking Death in June shirt just to you know whatever yeah, and splint. enjoy enjoy. Yo, if you have to sit around wearing a screwdriver shirt, if that's your baseline yeah. of being like edgy, like it just—it's like duncey. You know what I mean? It's like I—I right. like, love the idea of being edgy or being annoying. Like I dig all these things. That's just fucking. It's just like it's. Just right. wear a No Country for Old Men shirt. You know what I mean? It's just like it's fucking so phoned in. Or oh, it's akin to like, I remember when I was growing up. And I occasionally I'd see a guy walking around with a shirt that simply said "Kiss my ass." <laughs> that's great. That's really that's good. kind of the same thing. I found one that was. Oh, where is it? Hang on one second. It was two wrestlers wearing it. I saw it a couple days ago. Where did? It, oh yeah. <laughs> the World Tour Rap is Crap '99. <laughs> it's just like '99. Yeah, wow, just whatever. It's just like, all right, funny, sure, whatever. Like, yo, yeah, you gotta work harder than to wear a screwdriver shirt, man. <laughs> Sorry, like, it's right. whatever. Yeah, and at this point, nobody even knows what it is. Right. And when yeah. they find out, it's like, oh, okay. Uh, one of my first jerk off memories is capping to an early video podcast called Soccer Girl Inc. Can you imagine your wow. first jerk off, jerk off memory capping to a podcast? Wow. Uh, out of curiosity, I looked it up and she learned she was based in Albany. Any chance you fellas know about this? It was around 05 to 07. What? Anyways, keep, love the podcast. Keep chasing the golden rings. Soccer Girl Inc. You want to I have no show? idea. Soccer Girl Inc.? Soccer Girl. I'm going to. Okay. Soccer. Check Jesus her out. Christ. <laughs> Soccer I'll see Christ. I'll see what else I got while you look this shit up. Oh, <laughs> so somebody just sent a link to the Julie Knight screwdriver porno. All right. <laughs> but I can't copy it from NGL. Sorry, man. I guess I can search it, but I don't want to be on that list. Uh, okay, Soccer Girl Incorporated. This is uh, Albany, New York. Amateur mycologist. Soccer Girl. Okay. Do we know this person? I don't Soccer know. Girl? Let me take a look. Let's see. Soccer Girl. Last uh, last tweet. I know they're still active. I think. I don't know who this person is. Never seen this person in my life. Let's see. No, I do not know this woman. Um, well, we need to contact her immediately to let her know that somebody had masturbated to her. Yeah, that's cool. I guess to her voice. God bless. What would you? I mean, that's. I assume that you would just jerk off to the voice, right? 
Oh, we got a real. Yeah, I mean that was pre-video podcast. We got a real one. We got a real one. Are you ready? I uh, can't wait. Hans, on episode two forty-nine, you said you struggle to get back there with tall women because you have short legs. Yes. Twenty on inseam. So, what's yep. your plan with Caitlin Clark? She's six one. I'm five eleven. That's true. Yeah, it's not too far and, off. And um, you know, I'll put her on the side of the bed. No problem. <laughs> you put it. Yeah, put her saddle side. Yeah, that's no problem. Somebody said Baba Booey. Yeah, I mean, I, my plan is just put the legs up and fucking pound, pound away. <laughs> and then immediately followed by, yes, question for Washington Journal. Do you respect Howard Stern's penis? <laughs> yeah, that, what, a, what a funny time in life. Like, fuck, that shit was really good. That's a C-SPAN uh, prank. That's great. Oh, what hot celebrities do you find unattractive? Oh. Myself, I can't understand why anyone was thinking Kim Basinger or Daryl Hannah had anything going on looks-wise. No. Well, Anonymous, huh. you're in luck because we've got a top five oh. for you. Oh, I saw this coming a mile away. Oh, well, well. I wish I... Let me, I'm going to switch music. What do we got? I need something hot. Sexy. Yes. All right. Top five celebrities Who, that we don't think are hot, but the rest of the world pretends are. Thinks they're very hot. I actually have a list of eleven, but I'll I'll pick five. All right. Uh, mine, I'm going to go first and say Jennifer Please. Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. I agree. I agree. Uh, not, she's not ugly. She's just not like I don't understand why people act like she's fucking. Yeah, we're not saying ugly. We're no. just saying why the hype. You know what I mean? So my friend made a meme about this a while ago, and I love it, and I might post it tomorrow, which is, yeah. are you familiar with the Norman Rockwell painting where it's the guy standing up at the town meeting? You can tell he's pensive and he doesn't speak much, but he right. just has something on his mind. Yeah. Actually, I, one of my favorite paintings. It's, it's actually, a, it's, it's, it's hard to get that kind of emotion out of it. He, he took that painting and he wrote the caption, Bella Hadid is not hot. <laughs> and that's it and I agree sorry okay. I know at least one listener who just got real fucking mad at me and just gonna fucking like send me a message but Bella Hadid not hot alright I was say so yours is Bella Hadid Bella Hadid are you, I mean I, are you familiar with Bella Hadid google Bella Hadid if you're if you're not okay she's Bella, not hot Bella Hadid she's not hot alright here we go my other one my next one is Amy Winehouse Oh yeah, Amy Winehouse, not hot. These are some old ones. We, you know what? This is we always skew old, but people are like, she's so beautiful and so brave. All right, uh, Bella Hadid, Uh, H A D I D. Okay, she is. Thank you. Oh oh my God, yeah, no, not hot. Well, she looks kind of like disappointed. She has a permanently disappointed. I'm not excited by that. she is born uh, in Washington, D.C. She was born rich. And she has a uh, sister named Gigi. She is uh, estimated worth, net worth $20 million. Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, my next one. This is this is going to go hot. This is going to go hard. People okay. are going to get angry at me. There you go. Sorry. Zendaya. Not hot. Zendaya. Zendaya. You, Google Zendaya. Zendaya is a woman who is not hot, who the entire world is bent on pretending. Remember, like how people were pretending that Lizzo <laughs> was beautiful. 
Yeah. Like, yes, it's same thing. It's just like, like it's not a real thing. This is a meme. Yes, I see. Her she's right not unattractive, but she's like, just, she, as the kids say, she's mid. Yeah. <laughs> you know what we need to do? Zendaya, not hot. Sorry. Sorry. Not sorry. Yeah. I would I'll go old after this. These, these yeah. are the two new ones. I don't know, Zendaya. Um,. God, you know there are just so many. Uh, there are so many. So many I know. Lady actresses. Uh, oh, you'll well, hate my next one. Well, you know what? Um, you do another one because then I have to. I have. I have been racking my brain right. thinking of new of some celebrities I can. Say. My number three. Yeah. Katy Perry, not hot. What? She is the face of like a Midwestern mom. I'm sorry, not hot. Okay. Get the fuck out of here. All right. Okay. Good body. Good body. Body's looking nice. Okay. You're getting the middle. You're, you're actually packing your stuff up right now. You're leaving. Right. I can't believe it. <clears throat> he just closed his laptop. Okay. Well, we can agree <laughs> to disagree on that one. Uh, I'm wet awake. Uh, yeah, you know what? But I I will see your Katy Perry and I'll raise you a Taylor Swift. Yeah, I can't agree with that. <laughs> you think Taylor Swift is I hot? I think she's looking real good, yeah. Fuck that. I think she's looking good. I think her songs are dumb. And yeah, her songs are terrible. And she's greedy. And That's she's okay. A also fine. Person. Also fine. Also fine. All, all those things are fine. And she has terrible taste in dudes. I, I have no idea who she dates. Like John Mayer and shit. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> she, she, <laughs> It'd be cool she dated Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> I bet she did. ODB. Um, yeah. You have I another have one if you want to take oh, it. Oh, okay. I have two left. God, I really can't get over the uh, Katy Perry. I know. I, I oh. knew that was going to throw you. You're going to make me ruin. All right, celebs. Let's go. Now, who's somebody who people think are really attractive right now? I who's mean, the I've number s- one? <sighs> right now? I don't know. Uh, I think I, I think I killed the golden calf by saying Zendaya because people no, are really I'll, pretending she's attractive. I'll say that I don't, I don't think that Scarlett Johansson is particularly attractive. You know, she almost made my list. Yeah. I don't think I mean she used to be cool she's cool but she's not necessarily uh, I think she looked nicer back in like the ghost world era yeah but yeah, yeah. Not, not you know whatever I mean we're definitely ones to uh, we're definitely the really good looking and we can <laughs> it's true we have the final word on that so all right um as long as I'm killing it girls I'll go back a couple years Chloe Savini not hot not even attractive, if I'm being perfectly honest. I'll say, yeah, like a low-rent Bridget Fonda. Yeah, no, like, Chloe Savini seems like somebody I would, like, not answer her call if she answered. Oh, or if she, wow. she called. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, I'm good. Oh, wow. Jesus, I have so many. So many. So many women you hate. <laughs> I don't hate them. I just, I just don't think they're as attractive as people pretend they are. I'm going to kill the ultimate golden calf for people our age after this. Pamela Anderson? No, no, Pamela Anderson's fucking uh, the pure goddess. Really? All right. I, I might have gone a little extreme there, but whatever. She's she's very pretty. Who? Who's my number five? Yeah. For people our age, Martha Quinn. <laughs> Why were people so excited about Martha You're Quinn? You're knocking down all of my like all my my main girls. Did I knock here. you out? But, but it's just like I don't Damn. understand. What happens? What is this? You know, Katy Perry. Well, man. Um, I don't really see. My problem is that I don't follow celebrities that much. I was thinking Sandra, about this. Mine, but my fifth number five is Sandra Bullock. 
weirdly, I used to agree with you, and then later in life, I came around on her. Oh, really? To, actually, the, She's available. the original fucking poster said Daryl Hannah, and I always used to say Daryl Hannah had a man's jawline, but there's a je ne sais quoi you know I like what, well, about Daryl Hannah. You know, there's something about... Kim Basinger will always look great. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about, but... Uh, you know I like men's jawline. I know, you're, you're a man's jawline uh, aficionado. Oh, my God. Caitlin Clark is so fucking hot. <laughs> I think um, she's so hot. What is wrong with her? Did I do five? Am I done? You did five. All right. Yeah, I think you have another one to go. Oh. You want to take one of mine? I got plenty. Sure. Let me take one of yours, pal. Uh, not so much anymore. People used to pretend that Michelle Rodriguez was hot. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, she's not hot. She's not hot. Man face. <laughs> Man face. Cameron Diaz. Really not that hot. Not ugly. Not that hot. Like you would, if she would, you picked, you would find, you know what? Uh, yeah, Britney Spears, I don't find really. Britney Spears, there you go. There you go. Feruza Balk. Come on, what are we doing here? I think she, <laughs> what is, I think she looks You're great. into that shit? All right. Of course. Gwyneth Paltrow? Never really, I never understood it. No. I don't get it. I remember that. I remember those naked photos came out with her and she was all looking all normal and shit. Ashley Judd. Mom face. What is this? What are we doing? What's going on? Alicia Silverstone. Right, come on. I was like, fucking nuts here. What are we doing? <laughs> let's, let's fucking say names just to say names. Uh, what was my last one? Oh, Kristen Bell. Also, what is this? I don't she's know. like, no, she's like, she looks like, um, like a store mannequin. There's no, there's, she doesn't have a face. There's no face to her. <laughs> That's it. That's my list. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> oh, hey, you know what? From uh, our listeners' lips to our, uh, our, our things, I mean, that's that's what we're trying to do here to make our listeners uh, feel good. And um, here we go. We're back. We're back, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We're back. Did you play the song at Goth Night after I left? No, I didn't. No, all right. I, it really cleared the floor last time. No, I played nothing compares to you, and people were Woo! like spinning and dancing around, and it was nice. I uh, I drank way too much beer, and I've been feeling really sick ever since. Um, yeah, yeah, take a take a day. I had uh, I had two red wines. I talked to Mailman Zach for a while. Yeah. Mailman Zach's uh, nice lady is very nice, and she said something very foul that I appreciated, and that was pretty cool. Oh, wow. So yeah, I dig that a lot. Oh. I, I hope they're happy together. Uh oh. Um, but and then I and then I took off and I uh, went home and I made myself a burger. It was nice. Wow. Oh, wrong one. Uh. Are you are you friends with any of your exes? How do you do it and not be messy? How can Hans be friends with duty and ignore the obvious sexual tension? <sighs> I don't know. I, I'm not ignoring it. He is. I I want to jump his bones every time I see him, but he won't. He won't let me in. He just wants to fight back. Are my friends with any of my exes? You know, and people say this is like, oh, that's a red flag. It's like, but honestly, like. I'm okay. I mean, I'm okay with him, but like you've been, once you've been through so much and like a lot of, and most of my relationships end like fucking end like the fucking Pacific theater. So like, um, it's not, you've just spent so much time, energy, like on keeping this thing afloat. And once it sinks, it's like, that's it. What am I going to do? I'll be like, oh, hey, we should get coffee and talk about the old times. It's like, no. Like, when what world do you live in where people are, like, cool in the gang with, like, oh, I'm hanging out with my ex. We're just getting coffee and talking about life. 
Like that never fucking happens. There's always some weirdness there. You can never turn back into what you once were. I literally do that with like a dozen exes. Yeah, like what the fuck? How do you do that? I don't know. Like it's just fine. It's it's all right. It's whatever. I like just, I'm, but this is, I'm not friends with any of my exes. I'm friendly with that's, them. That's that's the difference. Which is yeah, that's whatever. That's like, the difference, definitely. Because like, I'm. I mean, yeah. If anyone, I mean, I'm not. I'm not like a fucking like oh fuck them. Like there's one ex I'm fucked like fuck that fuck them. But everything right, else right. is like whatever. And. Yeah, if they wanted to fucking, you know, say, hey, I'd hang out with them. A lot of my exes are uh, out of town, and I, I don't, I haven't, I've been single for two years, so. I have tried, though, uh, in the past uh, couple of weeks, I've had. Yeah, you're back in the saddle. Two different things, and so, it's good. I, uh, I have, like, I have one ex that I will not fuck with in any capacity anymore, but, like, the past, like, two, or at least the two long ones, yeah. like. Like, if my phone rings and it's like, yo, I need help, I'm like, I'm loading the rifle. I'm fucking driving wherever they're at. Wow. Like, no problem. I'm on this shit. Like, it's fine. Whatever. Yeah. And it's not like we're not trying to get back together. It's just like, yo, know, that's whatever. Like, I'm, I'll, I'm ride or die for people I've been ride or die for in my life. I think it's, it's, uh, I it's said this a couple days ago after COVID, and I'm just like, oh, yo, nothing works. It's everything with me is now just friend enemy distinction. That's it. That's that is the entirety of it. Like you're either down for whatever, or you're not, and you're my friend right. or my enemy, and that's that's the end of it. That's the, it makes life actually very simple. Yeah. So yeah, like um, yeah, people I've been very close to before, mm-hmm. ride or die, not a problem. Like it's fucking yeah. you, you need to fucking kill somebody, I'm gonna kill them for you. Right. Uh, that's gonna come up in a court case later <laughs> on in my life. I feel like, but hey, whatever. Yeah. Um. I notice everybody. I talked about relationship problems without becoming a sad sack. Not bad. Not bad. He's Another back. thing that was covered in this survey uh, that people oh. do not like when I become a sad sack. Ah, However, yeah. unfeeling and weird that might be, um, <laughs> I, I have to listen to my listeners. All right. And, there you uh, go. No more sad sack me. What I'll do is I'll just let it build up inside and then I will. Um, I will just lay down in the tub and drink antifreeze. What if I become it. a sad sack, though? They, they've, they've given no fucking opinion on that. If I'd I just never, sit here and I'm like, God damn it. I've never seen you be a sad sack. I don't... I don't... You keep your pain private. Yeah, but I also just don't feel much pain. I don't know. I was, uh, I was speaking to a woman a couple days ago. That's great. And she was... Asking about previous relationships, I just had no answers, and I felt fucking weird that I had no answers because well, my she... answers always like, why I don't know, fishing? it didn't work. I, she was fishing, but it was just like I don't know, it didn't work, and I like, Uh-oh. there's no way to say it didn't work, and I felt nothing because I didn't feel nothing, but I just felt like yeah, well, okay, that's how that done. goes, right? Yeah, exactly. Like you so, can't argue. It's just like getting fired. You can't argue your way out of dump, or you can't argue your way out of like. You just go, yeah, that just, it just didn't work. Didn't work. It Sometimes worked. it works. It works until it didn't. It's great when it works. When it doesn't work, you go. Oh, There's well, something work. about me that when people date me, I drive them insane. <laughs> and I don't know. It it really is like if I date somebody who's insecure, I'm not awesome at being reassuring. I hate that. I really hate that. And shit. I, but because it's like, well, I'm committed to you, and I'm I. I when we're together, I'm very affectionate. I sing your praises, and but like what, like what about that isn't enough, you know? It's and I, I hold steady to that because you're making me into somebody I don't want to be. 
I'm not going to be that simp who's like, oh, I just, I just, you know, oh, I just, that's uh, sort of the thing. Is like, no way. I, I feel like when I'm with a woman, I, I'm already making a lot of decisions because right. that's that's how you have a successful relationship with the woman you make all the decisions. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. heads heads up when you go and you're like, oh, whatever you want to eat, I don't know, whatever, I don't care. That's a bad luck. That but, is the worst. Why is that argument? Happen in every relationship because is it a test? Yes, it is a shit test. You're supposed to say no. We're having peanut butter and jelly tonight, and they go no. I don't want that. And you go shut the fuck up. I don't care what you want. We're having peanut butter and jelly. (laughs) Don't actually do that, please. Like, but whatever. Is that really the way to do? I'm Uh, gonna be. I can't wait to be single. But no, it's one of those things where it's just like you're being asked to provide a direction, and you have to provide it. That was a cartoonish version of what I'm saying. Um, but yes, that is why you're always in that fight because if you don't provide the direction, you will just spiral into whatever. It's how it goes. Um, <sighs> but it's it's also it's it's quite nice to provide the direction. Mm. Once you're just used to it, you go okay, yeah, rock and roll. That's what we're doing. I guess. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. A, I mean, I guess maybe that's why I'm just not big on providing the direction. You, you gotta just one of those things. Well, Once you do it, then you're then you're addicted to it. Well, we'll see. Uh, I don't know. We, we were going somewhere with this. I don't know. I don't I'm know. gonna get us off here. Yeah, please. <laughs> I asked this on Tumblr, uh, so no idea if you answered this already. Would Marissa Tomei be on your either of your all timers list if you went six instead of five? I gotta say that's an oversight if she wasn't right. included. Yeah, she's good. She's cute. If Marissa, Marissa Tomei called me right now and said, I need help, load the rifle. Let's rock and roll. We're going. I'm going to get her. I'd be like, what kind of help? Body I'm help? bring her back. If she needed body help. I would be like, yeah. <laughs> she needs body help. Uh, um, what do we got? Uh, I can't tell if the episode with... <laughs> I can't tell if the episode with Hart and the diddler uncle was a fever dream or not. Please help pinpoint which one it is. <laughs> oh, good luck. That sounds very much like something we would do, but I got nothing. I don't know. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. I got nothing. I, I don't a, remember we what we did last to week. really just go through and archive everything. Yeah, call Knox. Yeah, Knox isn't busy. For six years, I managed to save about $10,000, but this past year, I had a series of setbacks and emergencies that depleted those savings. Uh-huh. I just transferred the last hundred I had from there to cover a living expense, and it gutted me. I'm not stressed. Ab- I'm stressed about not having the safety net. How do I overcome this? Uh-huh. Uh, before we recorded, we talked about something that I call Andrew's 9-11, where I took most of my nest egg and spent it on something that was... Nothing I wanted to spend it on, but it was just something one of those things I had to do because you have to do these things sometimes. Right. Uh, the only way through that is to rebuild. And that's it. In the end, you know, so you don't you don't get to decide when these things happen. Just rebuild. Just keep it going, man. Yeah, and I I acted like a lunatic for a little while. But a little while. You caught uh, you you caught some of it. I did. A I cop did. caught some of it. I met Andy. You know, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, Andy. I fucking yeah. Andy came out big time. Andy did. Um, but also whatever, yeah. There was, uh, yeah, I, you know, I'm not gonna tell the story, but yeah, there was a uh, something else. There's a Bethlehem cop who, if I ever see him again, I will buy him a beer or something. He really fucking, he fucking, yeah. he could have gone very hard on me, and instead saw that I was in a rough place and said it might be time to go home. And I said, okay. and involved you putting your mouth on his penis. Okay, yeah, I did. It's, well, it's fine. Um, but yeah, you got just gotta rebuild, man. I don't know, it happens. It's all right. Yeah, rebuild. Um, recycle. Whatever happened to solving the murder slash disappearance of, of name redacted? 
watch episode 200. 200. It's 150 episodes, or 250 episodes ago we did that shit. Come on. Yeah, seriously. Um, fucking Puerto Rican. Whoa. I like the the NGL questions that are phoned in. <laughs> yeah. What do you think ABT climate change? Um, it's dope. I don't know. What do you want? Name my new company. <laughs> ABT climate change. Hello. Uh, have you heard Knox Colby's band Breakdance Kickboxer? Does this music hold up in 2023? Seems fake. No. Knox Colby would never do that. I've heard the question bad joke. Does Overnight Drive have a favorite William Friedkin movie? I have a gay uncle who was a background extra to Al Pacino during one of the leather bar scenes in Cruising. Mm-hmm. Mine is either Sorcerer or French Connection. Yeah, mine too. French Sorcerer Connection. then French Connection. Like, I like French Connection. Never seen Sorcerer. Sorcerer. Oh, yeah. We should talk about Sorcerer. Fuck. No. Whenever there's, Woo! whenever out of the, I mean, I want, I won't watch any other movie. When Out of the Rain is right there. Oh, well, all right. There you go. Yeah, Sorcerer goes fucking hard. Really or good DOA. Movie. Uh, Andrew, how many new self-defense records have you written while Patrick has been bullshitting around in seaweed? Uh, not that many, i got to be honest. I, uh, I, don't, I guess me and Mary <laughs> were talking about uh, doing a record where it's, it's just like open the notes app where we just record every song from our voice notes app, which I think would be very wow. funny, but it would be like 100 songs long. There you go. Uh, what else we got? Mm-mm-mm. Read that. I think that is everything in NGL. All right. What do you got in uh, Instagram? Instagram is Diana Beatus, a good roller derby name. Yeah. I'd say Diabetes. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> but uh, no, good try though. That's good. Um, What's your guy's favorite podcast? P.S. I crashed a forklift at work. <laughs> Nicely done. You're going to lose your fucking, you're going to lose your license. Good going. Uh, I don't listen to podcasts. Um, I really don't. I just, I, I, I'm off the, I'm, I can't believe I still do one. I listen to a lot of old Phil Hendry clips, which I guess isn't a podcast, but I listen mostly, I listen to the best show still every week. I like Tom Sharpling, his assorted group of hangers on that are like, Insist on injecting themselves into the show I really don't like Except for AP Mike But the other two dudes are like Not like aggressively unfunny And like in an LA way And like I applaud Tom from finally moving, Leaving New Jersey Moving to LA And getting a hot girlfriend and getting Nicely like, done and Yeah and like getting like thin and tan And look, looking good Thank God But um, He's just the whole show is like shifted to this like guest format, which is like the kiss of death for me. So yeah, I like I have rough. to I'm plus fifteen and through a lot of shit because my favorite my favorite memories of the best show are just when it's just him, like him just like going on a thirty five minute rant that completely makes sense. It's like and it's just like he plays with silence and you hear AP Mike laughing in the background. It's like very Howard Stern, but now he has to like. Jam pack is like I got Jay Maskus and Nardwar oh, and like blah blah oh, blah and man. it's like yeah and it's like and then we're gonna talk about a Patreon and then I am like my stand up comic friends come in and it's like ugh it's like being aggressively like too much like too try too hard LA stuff and like that's very over as far as like a podcast format goes you know I think the format's over I think that's it Ooh. I think like we're we're holding true in the like 
We're the, like the last fucking yeah. holdout of this well, shit. It's not over, but it's being driven back underground because now, now it's like I remember when like ten years ago, like if your podcast was on like Earwolf, you were like famous. Oh yeah. Or like, but now like podcasts, just like anything else, it's just because no one cares and there's no advertising that dollars there anymore because a lot of companies woke up and said we're wasting our money on podcasts. And you know, and we were just they just go back to traditional revenue streams. So like now, podcasts are being like are being driven by creatives yet again. Not people who are like, oh, I read this PDF and now I'm going to start a podcast. Like those those times are gone because all of those people fade it. Like when Podfade yeah, happened, totally cooked. Like after ten episodes and Podfade started and people like give up or whatever, which has happened to us. Like. Like not kidding, like fifteen times over the course. Like we'll, we'll get the numbers back and be like, "Oh shit, we dropped off," and people get discouraged. We don't get discouraged; we just keep on going because we believe in what we do. The okay. few podcasts I listen to are either on like Substack or Gumroad, and are just like totally like you can't find them anywhere. They're just like yeah. off of the, the path, which I, I, I enjoy. I mean, we're gonna keep on doing this forever, so yeah. hopefully, we'll get our, our flowers one day. Or, or maybe we already have. Who knows? Might, yeah, it might be. It might have peaked. Who knows? Who can I, say? Won't, I wouldn't say. We've always been. We went up and then we stayed up. We're like the Concord. That's what I'm thinking. I'm tired. Yeah, me too. No misconnections tonight. No misconnections. We're done. We're done. cooked. Tired. I, you want to just cook this shit? I think we're let's finished. Yeah, I'm tired, right, let's man. I'm going to eat and yeah. uh, I haven't even eaten yet. So. Oh, you. you, th- you th- I, I'm told it's very unhealthy to not eat. I say, shut up. Shut up. Why? I oh, yeah. The, who told you? A cop? I hate the word healthy. It's not healthy. That's not a real thing. It's not a, a word I'm gonna you made eat. up. Dude, please trust. I'm going to eat. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I'm going to starve myself. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everybody. Um, Peace in the Middle East. Uh, yeah, thank you. I, uh, I'm i supposed to shout out Sweetest Boy. So, uh, Sweetest uh, we'll, Boy. Yeah, it's, uh, it's our man started a little charity. I'll I'll, actually, I'll do better next week. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm Our man. I'm a little cooked. Uh, sweetest boy. Look uh, look him up on Instagram. Okay. Sweetest boy, B-O-I. Take care of yourselves. Be good. Um, whatever Jesse does, her <laughs> new cuss, her older cuss, Dan Bassini. Dan Bassini, yeah. Goodbye, everyone. Something shake his brain on that long bus What happened to my What I'd give to find him, hold him in a long embrace. What happened to his body? Why does he look so white and empty? When he shows up at my door, just don't know him. Used to sit and talk for days, and now he lays there in a haze. Till some tiny Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. 
A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.